変身Honk if you're horny. Hello, it's Kevin Ryder, and I am Optimus Prime Kip, and with me is a Star Scream of Death, Steph. Ah, yep, that's me. I'm Steph. Ooh, <laughs> apologize for that. Affirmations. My bad. <laughs> that's my chorus in the background. <laughs> And a dilapidated boat, David. Hi. Having these nicknames is hard because then I forget until it's time to start the podcast. I'm like, oh, shit. What do I do? <laughs> if you couldn't tell, we're here to talk about tokusatsu. And more importantly, this is our book club. So there are two Covenant RV podcasts and they alternate weeks. And this is our book club week where we have uh, spent the last three months looking at one series. And that is Kamen Rider Deno. And hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. Yeah, we're getting up there. Uh, this is our second to, to last episode. Uh, one more after this for covering the Commander Deno series. We reach episode 46 this time and then just uh, the last three next time. And um, my question to start, though, is that um, you were uh, not here the last couple episodes, Steph. So I wanted your thoughts on what you've seen. And we had like right. a whole post movie. We had like a whole like what are the zero dose cards? And then we had a bunch of like, let's have like the main conflict. So like, what have you thought of the show since you've been on to talk about it? Well, I have to say that we are at my favorite part of these type of shows now where everything starts coming at you so quickly after such a slow buildup. Um, so the ones that I missed being able to talk with you guys about, I love, love, love this whole thing with, um, Hannah being turned into a little girl that still beats up on those guys like nothing else, but now has just, you know, found extra ways to do it, like throwing eggs at people. I really got a kick out of that. Anti-cowboy eggs. The anti-cowboy eggs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So that and just kind of starting to see all these things that we have been talking about up to this point unfold about like these issues with the time and the memory and what was going on with Ari and Yuto, like, like starting to see all of this kind of unfold and start to, you know, find its place in the world. It was very cool to see. So I was very disappointed that I couldn't make the last couple of episodes because this was such a like I said, a fun turning point to everything we've been seeing so far. One arc we really liked was the um like last card and, and like when are you gonna use like your last card and have your last like, like transformation. Um, I I I loved that because like even when you could tell that you were finally getting to the point where you'd figure out the mystery behind these cards, they still had like these really creative ways to kind of draw it out until you finally were like. Okay, so this kind of explains all these, um, like missing pieces that we've been looking at before. But then, in the same way, managed to open up a whole other can of worms that has just been really cool to see play out. 
we're like in the end game now. We're squarely like a lot of stuff's happening, a lot of stuff's like popping mm-hmm. off. Was there any like changes in like how you felt about like certain characters, or like is it like mostly just like you like them more? I, I think honestly, there wasn't a way not to like all of them more. As we not just the two arcs that I wasn't here for, but the um ones that we're going to be talking about today, like you start to see some really, really clear and obvious development from everybody in the show. It isn't just when you're talking about the main character and his, you know, his imagens that help him fight. Like, you're starting to see very real development in, like, backstory for everyone, you know, including the owner, which I have been dying for. I've wanted to know what this dude's deal was the entire time. So, yeah, it's been very exciting. Before we get into the main show, like a uh, question for the cast I have is um, sometimes um, in these shows, there will be a case where people are like, huh, this could be like the fandom maybe is like younger when they see these shows or this kind of thing. But they're like this secondary writer, this uh, not main character. He should have been the main character. He's too cool. He's way cooler. Um, this show gets that a lot, <laughs> if you could imagine, where people are like. Man, mm-hmm. I like Yuto a lot more than like Ryotaro. What are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> um, uh, f- for like me personally, I don't really like Yuto. Like just in general, I think he's just kind of an asshole and like an unlikable character. And like I understand his motivations, but like his character archetype is very um. Not not crass. What's the word I'm thinking for? Abrasive. And I just I just find it hard to like like him as a character. Like if I I think I would have if I was watching this series just of my own volition. I think I probably would have dropped the show had he been the main character. But I wonder too. Like I guess he could have had like you know the character arc where he becomes less of an asshole as you know happens in shows, right? But I I don't know like. Yuto is definitely not my favorite character in this series. He's just kind of, like, there. He had some interesting things that happened in the last set of episodes, but I'm kind of... I'm I'm a little bit on the fence about him, personally. Yeah, I I have to agree. I, I, I can see where people would want a character like Yuto to be a main character, especially with a series like this. But to me, in these kind of, like, action genre-type settings his character has been done to death like everybody at some point in a series has had like this abrasive asshole that we find out that you know he just had a broken heart at some point and you know he's actually a really good guy underneath it all i don't know i just i really really like ryoto as the main character better because it's not just something that's been done to death already (laughs) he's a real flawed hero and that's neat to see yeah, like I think um we ran into this I think in our last two series two stuff where in both of like um Wataru and like Kiva and um with Asumu in like Hibiki where like mm-hmm. he he literally was compared to the same actor in like right. Hiraya being a super like abrasive jerk. Like I think um I'm very much a proponent of like it used to be like a bigger thing where people wanted their main characters to be like cool and tough and get all the girls whatever and like i very much enjoy when a show's like not doing that and doing something i like that we had like a, like this show started like with the absolute like we 
playing that was like emotionally strong and like that was his mm-hmm. um but yeah like i um do actually really like yuto though um i um love the idea of just hey here's this person that like you really love and here's them 10 years ago and they were a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> That is really cool, but I, I think one of my biggest issues with Yuto, and this is just like a personal thing, 100%, but it is so common for someone to ask him a question and him just to look at them and walk off. And I feel like I couldn't be his friend for that alone. I would just be like, you know what, motherfucker, that's the last time you walk away from me not answering a question. You could just say none of your business, but he just walks off. Just bullshit. But definitely, like, I think... um for people who haven't watched the series since it came out or like not for many years, like there's definitely like that floating opinion of, Oh, like Yuto is such a better main character. I personally think we've come to that. We kind of disagree with that. He works as a side character. Like not ev- like if you made Dragon Ball with like Vegeta as the main character, that's a fun, like gag is like four panels. That's not a good series too. Exactly. Because he would be the type of character that kind of started out overpowered because he already has all this combined knowledge. It I don't know. To me, it's just a lot more fun to play a character that's kind of clueless and, you know, have him develop into his role instead of already kind of knowing what's happening like he would have had he been the main star. Though, if I think you take um all of the Imogen and Ryotaro and you make them sexy ladies and you have uh, Yuto get reincarnated as Copywriter Zero does, and he has this big harem. That's yeah. Go ahead and copyright that before somebody steals that idea. When I got reincarnated as a train master asshole. You can call <laughs> it my sexy train master reincarnation and it'll sell millions. Man, I thought that I knew what it was like to watch Isekai, but then I met the villain of the show, Kai. I said, it's a Kai. <laughs> Let's start on this show actually because i think uh there's a lot in this slightly shorter chunk of episodes too um Mm -hmm. especially nearing the end yeah but uh the first arc um episode 41 candy scandal episode 42 memory update um we it starts with what i just assume is just uh a trope in much more japanese media than i see because i've seen it enough but like a purse thief and they're on a hill and all the pears <laughs> fall down. It's a very um, 80s American movie mim- imagery thing. It It is the most wacky ass opening to an episode we've had. Yeah. I mean, it's not the most wacky thing that's happened because we, man, it, it feels like a long time ago now. But we had like the fucking the hostage situation in the in the onsen and stuff like that's just so fucking weird. <laughs> but like, yeah, this is just really goofy. In in kind of the best way, like like that's I think that's been one of Deno's strengths is that like it's never afraid to just have some wacky shit happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the show's like um, it doesn't feel whiplashy for how much it will feature different tones just side by side, which I think is a right cool feature of like the writing. Um, but the main like point here is that of course um that like when Yuto helps them not lose Ari's purse. She has no clue who he is because he used the red card. Right. That leads to like more people bonding with like Yuto, like Deneb's like, I'll poop candy. And then like, um, 
Oh he does. my god. <laughs> I literally I literally wrote in my notes, Deneb shitting candy is a lore point I never thought it would find out or even need to know. <laughs> I um I kind of want like a a cartoon of that. Like one of those, you know, people make them like podcasts. Sometimes they'll animate something that they hear. I I don't know. Like for some Deneb reason, I really want to see like a pen and ink of that. It just, in my mind, it's probably much more hilarious than it would be in actuality. Well, I have something for you, Steph. Uh, they're called Deneb Teas. Oh, God. And for the low, low price of three apes, you can have a Deneb Tea. <laughs> I can't wait to invest, take all of my money now. Do you need it in Bitcoin or Ethereum? Um, I prefer it in money just because I want to make sure that you get the best value over time. Oh, understandable. Yep. I'm all in. Ah, the gold standard. I'm going to sign up 20 of my closest friends and family. Yeah, so they can get their dead up candies, which is the coin we use. Exactly. I, I want I want a, a a fucking machine that like is shaped like Deneb, and then when, like I push him down like from the head, he squats and shits candy. Yeah, that sounds like it would do great, actually, in like a random like theme park or like a like grocery store in Japan. People oh, love that. Be great. Or just like a really eccentric Etsy store. This actually sounds like a very popular like it's like, oh, here's the handyman robot. He comes around, he helps people with their problems. And then when you push on his head, if you were a good little boy, girl, you get some candy out out his like butt holes. Oh, my God. That sounds like something from like the Fallout universe. I, I could see that being at home in the Fallout universe. I think you just in, you invented a whole new game. Denim gives people multiple different denim candy. Is that just like, you know, he's like having an off day or like he didn't have enough like uh, it fiber? It depends on whatever his diet was the day before. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like he knows if he has a day where he drinks like all green juice, it's going to be an awesome day for lollipops. But, you know, if he decides that day he's all keto, maybe Snickers bars. You never know. No, Keto's a different kind of ride. That's like um, when they're not on the train, they're walking a lot of places. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember Keto Rider Paleo. Yep, we watched that one. Oh, uh, but so we're saying that the candy are from his body an issue. I assume he just had them on. He had that thing I'm on reading him. a Wikipedia article that, that that says that that's not what happens. Oh. I'm reading that same Wikipedia article and the one that the one that says, how is denim candy made? <laughs> yes. Mm. And I'm seeing the top editor is Tokyo Fret. <laughs> Do you want me to read? I'll read you how Deneb candy is made. Okay. <laughs> Just don't ask me what my Wikipedia name is. The episode starts at 4.30 in the morning at Deneb's house. Outside is the zero liner. Deneb wakes up after his alarm goes off. At 5 a.m. he travels to a farm for milk. At 6, he enters a forest for honey. Finally, at 7, he goes to the stand to buy sugar. At 8, he has all the ingredients on the stove in a pot. He starts mixing, intending to mix for an hour, but he falls asleep less than 20 seconds into mixing. Ten minutes later, C shows up and sees the candy, thinking it's soup. He adds flowers and a secret mixture of flavor, then admits he is the secret conspirator. He then walks away. Ten minutes later, Kintaros walks in after a workout and sees the candy, thinking it's boiling water. He hops in the pot to gain more energy from the heat. Another ten minutes go by, and Ryutaros walks in and sees the candy, thinking it's paint. He throws in a red tube of paint and a blue tube of paint. He then sees that his sister's hair is not that color and he prefers crayons instead. 
Ten minutes pass, and Urutaros enters, talking on a phone. When the person on the other line mentions gifts from another woman, he throws the present, which were flowers, a wrap present, a bracelet, and a scarf, into the pot, lying to the person that he didn't have any of that, and she is the, his greatest present. <laughs> another cell phone, in the other hand, rings to his belt tune. He then throws the first phone in the pot and walks away. Twenty minutes later, the alarm rings for nine. And Denna wakes up, alarmed that he fell asleep and was unaware of the extra ingredients. He turns off the stove and sets the candy. The candy has a swirl of brown and tan. Then he goes outside and says they're done. Momotaros then walks up and asks for some candy. Denna gives him a lollipop and a round ball. Denna also takes the lollipop for himself. They eat the candy, but suddenly the screen inverts colors and their mouths open in shock. As they watch a circle appears and twist, Denna walks up by the circle and says it didn't usually taste like that. Hmm. So this is canon, we should mention. <laughs> this is canon, yes. It's from episode five. Of Kip. Imagine Anime. Kip, yes. I want a bonus episode where we go through and find random Wikipedia explanations <laughs> for shit that happens in the Common Rider universe. I think that that would be just magical. I think so we yes, also technically do. he's not shitting it. He's he bathing it. has it somewhere. Yeah. He's, he's just neglecting it, and everybody else is putting their filthy paws into it, is what happened. So, they do a ton of these, and, like, they have, like, Ultraman Taro shows up, which is cute. They have a bunch of, like, different characters. This is fun. Um, so, <laughs> I can raise you your Wikipedia explanations, and how about the oh. AO3 explanations? AO3? Oh, you, you don't know AO3? I guess not. Uh, let's uh, search Am right I now. Am I about to find out? Yeah, go on. Just search AO3 Comrider Deno. Like, into Google. AO3. Like, oh, you're going to make me, you're going to make me look up. Oh, oh no. Does he need to turn off the filter on his privacy browser? As long as you don't go into these stories. So right now I'm on the page for ar archive of our own tags Comrider Deno. Good God. Oh. Uh, my Archive academia. Of our own. <laughs> uh, is this is is that a fucking Boku no Hero Academia cross Kamen Rider Deno fanfic? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you can sort by ratings if you just want like explicit tagged oh, ones. Oh, give me, give me, hang on, ratings. Uh, explicit. Uh, warnings. Uh, let's check all of them. Oh no, maybe not check all of them. That's ooh, that's <laughs> dicey. All right. Um I'm just going to sort the filter. <laughs> Is it the first or second one you're looking at? <laughs> the first one kills me. The title of the first one. Oh my god. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm going to find this Jesus. I need to help. <laughs> How do I do this? Um, I need help. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna tell you that there's like there's some context that you need, David, for this. If you want to check our Discord, really yeah. Quick. Um, hang on. I'm just gonna send you the Google page because I think you need to see that they aren't just saying that people are having butt sex in this uh in this one oh here my. is the character wagon from uh resha sentai tokyujer which is the trade sentai she's a sexy robot uh-huh 
Oh, and I guess she does have that wagon, huh? Mm. As much as she, she can, I guess. Her name is literally Megan. Hang on, is this the same fucking set just slightly changed from Deno? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a public train, so there's some handlebars, <laughs> some hand railings. But yes, Tokyuja is a lot like Deno, like to the, the point where like maybe we should watch an episode of that and be like, huh? I'd be down for it. I mean, like. This picture is just so, like, this picture tells me everything I need to know about this character. You said the name of the piece that you... Oh, no, I I did not. Uh, Do you want me to read the title of the one I was looking at? I assume that that's this... Yeah, you should read that title. The very top one. I'm not even sure what the two... Gynoids? Is that like a thing from Common Rider? Is that like good god sexual slur? (laughs) So like in like in like old sixties Philip K. Dick sci-fi, they called a female android a gynoid. Oh right, they do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a Blade Runner thing too. I think they say it in Blade Runner as well. Incredible. What's Bugster sounds like that's like code word racial slurs. They're the (laughs) video game slash real viruses from Common Rider EX8. Okay. And a time traveling waitress. Oh, <coughs> Naomi's in it. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Walk into a love Top hotel. Top of that wagon. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know who Colin is from a Toku show, but I'm sure a lot of these have to do with the Colin. Bookmarked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, AO3 is it's the. 4,000 words? <laughs> David's just upset because he just found out what he's doing this weekend. So these aren't oh all English, God. so like I saw some Japanese, a lot of Spanish Comrade Deno explicit stories I'm seeing, which is very funny to oh. me. Interesting. Oh, just so everyone knows, it is still a work in progress, okay? It's Okay. Oh, okay. So don't oh be God. too disappointed this was updated. on first This was updated like a year ago. Uh, I'm sure you like find... semi-recently. Um, Did you write this? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Wick. You found Kip's you, alternate account. Yeah, you're going to the um, page for a one series from 15 years ago. I'm sure if you went to the general commenter tag, you'd find stuff that was upgraded like one, like Yesterday. 10 seconds ago. Oh my god. Oh man, yeah. So if you need the future, uh, <laughs> archive of our own is the hotspot for fan fiction of all stripes. And I'm sure if you went by just all tags, you'd actually find. Like some they're updated sooner. Like I'm looking right now. Um, yeah, one was updated July 5th. The My Academia climax. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, uh, I give you those. That's how. I'm sure if I search Deneb Candy on that website, I'll get something. <laughs> yeah. You might not like what you I get, mean- but you'll you'll get it. <laughs> There's a there's a there's one here I'm reading. It's just titled Sieg's Christmas Present. The description. Sieg gives himself and two of his friends in quotation marks a very <laughs> memorable Christmas present. Uh that always makes me think of uh like there was like a fan fiction that like eventually people like stopped making fun of because of bullying, but like it was about like Steve Rogers serving himself as like a like Thanksgiving turkey with like a all tied up to like Iron Man and like that. Oh my! Become a meme for a while. <laughs> like us, uh, Tony. Please plunge into my depths. Or oh, like a lie. 
Uh, nothing wrong with fan fiction. Nothing wrong with any kind of thing that is done that hurts something. Also, it's kind of funny. I, yeah, I mean, everybody feel free to do you as long as nobody gets hurt and everything's consensual. That's fine. But, you know, there's going to be sometimes you come across something and you just have to go, what the fuck? So, so far, episodes are true. We have had a candy scandal and a memory update. Uh, but <laughs> I need to fucking control or delete what I just read. Yeah. <laughs> something missing? Kip, we're 20 minutes into this and you've already broken David. How is this possible? <laughs> nah, he's giving me a new fetish in wagon, so it's all right. It equals he, out. He's good for that. Uh, you must be so upset when you're going on like Porto and be like, wagon, damn it, that's just a large human <laughs> non-gynoid ass. What am I going to do? Need that wagon. Well, for nah, me, just, now I'll it's... head on to like Transformer fan fiction. There you go. And for me, it's you know, just throwing fried chicken anymore. at people. Like I, I can't do anything without that being a part of the equation anymore well funnily enough everybody seems like we've gone off the rails (laughs) speaking about denim candy fucking shit up though that's exactly what happens in this episode (laughs) true yes and this is why they go off the rails this starts with a theme park date between the boys and ends with a theme park date later on in the next episode but I guess episode 41, the boys need to talk about what's going on with Yuto. So they go to the theme park and like go on all the rides. And they're on these weird walking animaltronics things and, and bug costumes. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't know where this park in Japan is. I, I should have paid more attention. I could definitely tell you where it was. <laughs> Just a lot of. They've gone on a lot of dates so far. Uh, and you read more on AO3. But uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say there's some. Uh some fan fiction you need to read uh but um the main thing that happens though is uh we get introduced to shoko who feels like our first like actually like important side like one arc character for a while yeah we haven't really had that have we not in a while anyway yeah for sure the piano man i guess right and like he wasn't really active (laughs) right so not since like siege basically nope yeah um she's done being sick she's cured not she's not done being sick you can't decide that she said cancer no more you know what? i don't want it i'm done with this shit i'm i'm done you hear me i'm good she went on netflix and said i'm tired of cancer culture <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> sorry you're gonna have to edit that out because we're all going to hell no that's staying in that's on me that's my cross <laughs> Well, me and David are going to hell by extension for laughing at it. <laughs> oh, I already had a fucking A-star first class A trip, one-way so, no. ticket, yep. Yeah, yeah, I can't even blame it on Kip. I'd love to, but I can't. Uh, you, you would walk into the train and I'd already be there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I'm not sure if you heard in the last episode, Steph, but um, when David learned about timelines and how this is... Hey, like trade show. Oh my my fucking my fucking Ash Ketchum moment. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Phoenix down. There was there was another thing that I realized after we're tuned. I'm like, oh, what like, they're trading four days later. No, it was like I forget what the fuck it was, but I'm like, oh, that's so obvious. Like, like oh no, it was it was uh, Imagine the name Imagine. Yeah, 
because if you break it up in in Japanese, it's ima meaning now and jin meaning people. And I'm like, <laughs> my brain just exploded. Uh, that's that's great. Uh, just a lot of big reveals over here. I think today, and just mm-hmm. one character bit that I really love is that. Um, after they're like not sleeping in their train, they're sleeping just like outdoors in parks and stuff. Um, we see that Deneb takes over Yuto to give out candy and meet people to hopefully like make more memories for him because he has none. Yeah, and that was really sad to me. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> that's really messed up in every way, both for Deneb, for Yuto, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it it really felt true to the person that Deneb has been this entire series to just kind of handle his situation that way and just be like, well, these kids need candy regardless. And, you know, just kind of try to process everything the way that he knew how to do. And then something. So Deneb does, I would like to, to dub a classic James Kip, your tall move. And accidentally makes somebody fall in love with them that they meet that they're, not, that they're not trying to. Yeah, I can understand how you've had that issue a lot in the past. Sometimes you're just gregarious and gregorgeous and it happens. But no, um, he meets her and she's like falling asleep on a park bench, which seems like a bad idea. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I can't imagine myself doing that, but to everybody their own. Yeah. And puts his jacket on her and like holds her while she's sleeping, which I think that's a bit of a barrier across. It's what the if you like woke up and you realize somebody passing by had put their jacket on you, that's a nice thing to do. If they're holding you, that's a different level of something. Yeah. Yeah. He apologizes and they talk and she likes him. And then she's gotten by an imagine who says, I what's your wish? She's like, I want that guy. <laughs> And that leads to like more stuff about like um Yuto finds out like people know him. Like he's on like an escalator at the bunch of people like, oh Sakurai Yuto, great candy man, love it. <laughs> Just pissed off. Which <laughs> rightfully so. I I would not want to like wake up and be like, what did you do with my body again? Do you we're out partying? Yeah, that feels creepy. Yeah. Um but that leads to, like, Yuto gets grabbed, and then there's, like, a big fight, and, like, this monster can, like, possess things, possesses the bike and destroys it. Um, And Yuto is, like, all badly hurt, because he got, like, dragged, like, Hulk Hogan got dragged by the Undertaker. There's the whole fucking goofy shit where, like, it possesses that fucking semi-truck, and it just, like, keeps teleporting the semi-truck <laughs> behind Yuto. <laughs> We get a great disguise for Denim that I wish this one was in like the SS like you're uh-huh. right though, because it's like him in a beanie and like glasses and a scarf. Like <laughs> trying to hide. Uh but yeah. Um the whole thing here is that like they're like, oh, this girl must have fallen for Yuto, but Deneb, and who'd she really fall for? And like <laughs> I think it's like Naomi that says she definitely fell for Yuto because he's cute, not because of like Deneb being nice. Come on, Naomi. We don't need that in the world. I did like how kind of upset 
Eurotaurus was to like be rejected by her when he tried to like get the jacket back and say, oh, it's fine. He's off. He's away. Um, and she loves pupas. And she had anime disease. And she's cool now. <laughs> anime disease. <laughs> what? She did. You know. She she definitely has some moments. She should be glad that she didn't have a boyfriend. Because that's how you get fatal anime disease. If you have a boyfriend and then he has to go like join Kingdom Hearts or something. While you're in a coma. But yeah. It's like a lifetime movie. I did like how like the solution for Deneb is like, I guess I have to be close to you and like feed elephants apples and stuff and like beat penguins, which I'm not sure you could do at most zoos just off the street, but hey. <laughs> he like throws a ball and she like runs to get it because she's sixteen and she likes him, so like she might as well be like a a puppy. Y- yeah. <laughs> like you know, just <laughs> that leads to uh, the like Star Wars scene though, where Yuto transforms and there's the two sons of Tatooine over him as he says, "Sorry, you're gonna forget all about this." Yep. Um. So what, what do we think of this whole arc of the girl who loves but then forgets, and those who forget? For a hot minute, I thought they were gonna replace Hana with her. Really. There was like a there was like a, a thing in my brain that was like, oh, like she seems like she might be an actual like good fit for for replacing uh her in like, you know, just this endgame scenario. Yeah, uh, it's hard for Hana because like it's definitely she's definitely less prominent now that she's a child, which mm-hmm. is probably good. Um but um they're also changing stuff about the presentation of the show. Like they change to do like a a like taro version of the intro and they also added like clips from the episode which is like a staple of later shows but hasn't yes. been in the show until now so it's like are they just changing things up in the last stretch well that's what made me wonder because i'm like you see her in the opening and i'm just like well who the fuck is this and also like her whole like i like being a pupa but i'll be a butterfly thing you could see that being yeah. turned into her being oh whoa it's the time shrine maiden She's oh yeah sure, sure. yeah, yeah. Or the time writer. It's Kai's sister. Whoa. He also has anime disease, but like a different kind for boys. Sure. <laughs> but no, yeah. Um, I liked it just because like it was this weird just, hey, we have a lot of ability to affect people's lives and like think about it a little bit. Don't just think about yourself. Mm-hmm. And that was a cool little moment. Like, hey, like as much as you care about me, like Deneb, you did just like mess with somebody's life mm-hmm. yeah and then decided at the end like it was completely okay to just you know like erase their memories afterward it did seem like it was like okay i want to make sure i use this most recent card dead to fix this <laughs> mm-hmm. that leads to the next arc though which is uh 43 and 44 something missing in resolution of single action uh now, keeping with um, how we covered that last arc, have y'all heard about Rule 34? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. No, uh, I'll explain it to you off mic, David. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. If there's a timeline. Can I get a primer on like the, the 1 to 33 as well? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. With animations. Okay. Okay. Awesome. All right. Rule 1. If there's two pieces of information, there's a fandom for it. Rule two. If there's a but okay. 
Um, we ended last time with like this weird like pulp fiction, the station master being like, Do you want to see what's the secret of Sakurai Yuto? And then it's just like some gold spoons here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like now there's doubts of is it true what Yuto's saying? What's true and what's not? And then Kai murders a family randomly because <laughs> he's upset. Yeah, because why not? <laughs> Which <laughs> I love how like this show is still like in Common Rider where like it's like, okay, make sure we have like everybody singing the opening and having fun and dancing, but also make sure that we do just randomly murder someone we don't know for kicks. This show will absolutely put you through your emotions <laughs> and we'll do a lot of it in one episode just because there's always so many things happening at once. Yeah, uh, there's I do really appreciate that because like it's definitely gotten less graphic over time, but still it's like you just burn somebody's house down because you were a little bored. Damn. <laughs> uh, Kai wants to be the Joker and he's not, but it's okay. He wants to be what those um the guys on the subreddits that everybody makes fun of think the Joker is. Like <coughs> he's, he's that he's embodiment. Joker brain. Yeah. Like he's like the kind of person that's like, I'm just like the Joker. I ruined somebody's day at a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, all she did was ask if he could move to the side so she could grab her box of rice. Like, it wasn't that serious. The like thrust of these two episodes though is that like Ryotaro is like, oh, wait, if we don't let the image and timeline come to pass, you'll all disappear. And the Taros are like, yeah, we know. And he's like, this is no, I can't. Huh? I'm conflicted. I have Shonen's disease now. I'm conflicted about fighting. <gasps> yeah, he's he's starting to show a lot more. Um, <clears throat> and it's not aggression, I guess, but um, kind of like assertiveness and introspection that we haven't really seen up to here. Yeah, definitely, because he like it feels like he had to with the shift to having an actual form to fight, but also mm -hmm. without like Hana there, they had to change that a bit and like show off some of the character stuff. I think like how do you show how do things happen when you lose like your main driving character? Yeah, and I think that a big part of that was just the fact that it, in a lot of ways, up until now, he could always hide behind Hana. I mean, mm. because she had no problem speaking up or being the first person to just, you know, belt someone if they needed it. So he's starting, you're starting to realize that he's realizing he's got to really start to stand up because there's not anybody to lean on right now. And um, I forgot to mention, but like uh, these two Imogen, um, like, we get the octopus one, and we get like an armadillo. I think. Um, well, what do you think of these two uh, designs? I mean, I'm from Texas, so I have to like the armadillo. But I thought they were both really neat. I, it was I I've have liked through these last couple of arcs seeing just the new image that they come up with and kind of how they incorporated into the fights, and it, they just to me they keep getting better. Like they keep getting more interesting to watch. I like um, how the armadillo like, has like a like cloven like hoof kind of thing going on. That's got a cool design. Uh, but yeah, um, I I immediately noticed his voice as as very familiar, mm -hmm. and I couldn't place why. And then I looked up who his his uh, voice actor is, and he's like every single like background bad guy in every fucking anime ever. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's also uh he's also the voice of yeah, 
the Imagine in the episodes voiced by Wataru Takagi. He's basically every background goon or character in a shitload of anime. He's also Okayasu from Jojo and Zangief in every Street Fighter game. Nice. He's uh, he's from Great Teacher Onizaka too, right? Okay. Mm, he might be. He like his list of like credits is. I'm sure it's long. wild. Yeah. But no. Um. Yeah. And like I like um how they have. All these like small cameos, like if you watch like enough like Toku or like like enough anime, you're always like, "Is that Jiraiya? Is that like who's that?" <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. On a long enough timeline, you just hear everyone. Yeah, I think so. Well, uh, fun fact: the octopus imagine is voiced by the Japanese voice actor for Seto Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh. Ah, uh, okay. That's that's a, that's really. Huh. Now yeah, there you go. He would have he would have eight blue eyes white dragons instead of just three. Mm-hmm. I realize that Kaiba doesn't have three hands actually, so that doesn't work. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> but no, um so like the fun thing here though is that like they go to the King Liner and like to like cool off after they fight, and that leads to like the image in like gets on board is like attacking kids but like because they're on like the king liner they can fight and get like some like corporeal stuff there right it's like a giant like weird time mall which that's cool that's cool yeah. but it was it was mind-bending like i i started thinking about the implications of that and i had to stop because i was like i can't do this to myself right now i have to sleep tonight <laughs> there's just too many ways that this could just go absolutely fucked I would have liked it if they had like introduced this sooner and had the time to do like an episode of like, hey guys, I'm the the I'm the time mall. I'm I'm the soda store. Can you go find me this soda from nineteen ninety seven in like, Tokyo? <laughs> that like would that. be fun. Uh, and of course, um the fights lead like everyone to talking. So we have like um Hana talking to like Irie and like Yuto like talking to Rudros. And you have um like uh Riotro and like Momo like fighting too and like they can actually like fight for the first time and a lot goes on here but like I like just like seeing people actually like in the world for the first time in a while mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we get them like teaming up for a big fight though and they're like all working together they're all like changing four I like that fight yeah I, I thought that was really exciting to watch yeah and um I um did think too that um it was cool that they're showing how beat up everyone is like over this they're like huh yeah we know we're gonna die but like it's kind of paying off the couple episodes where stuff wasn't happening for any characters because they were like stuck in their sitcom like oh people love us wacka wacka phase you know mm-hmm. uh-huh. now we have seen romance we have seen friendship it's time for plot, everybody. Cool. Yeah, a lot of plot. Uh, <laughs> That's a lot. 45 and 46, reliving a blank day, and now to reveal love and truth. So I guess uh, now we find out that the plot of Comrade Deno is, what if your sister was Sailor Moon, is the plot of Comrade Deno. 
that's <laughs> it's funny that you say that because that's very much the vibe that I got like it, that was such a mind-blowing set of episodes just for that to be like okay this has been my favorite character this entire time and now this is the big twist that I have been waiting for and it was just so Am I much just dumb and didn't realize that this was happening <laughs> oh no I didn't either I'm just saying, it's like, she has been my oh, favorite okay. person to watch, so seeing it turn out like this was just an absolute mind freak for me. It's weird, because, like, it's, like, a TV thing to care about Christmas. Like, I know that, like, in Japan, it's, like, not really, like, a thing that, like, people can, like people will decorate, and maybe it's because they own a small business or whatever, that <laughs> they care so much, but it's definitely, like, huh, it's Christmas, and last Christmas, he fell down, too, and now we're all sad. Um, right. But in the mail, Ryosho gets another pocket watch. He's like, why would I send myself a pocket watch? The same one? <laughs> this dude's about to drown in pocket watches at this point, too. But he, it's a gift that was meant to be sent in August, but it got sent now. And they're like, what could happen? What, what's in August? And it's like a big mystery. But um, we get more of Kai this episode, too. Kai's just... Kai's uh, kind of lost as a character, I think, but he does like... Kai fucking sucks. Fuck Kai! He's, he, he's fucking awful. Absolutely dog shit. Like, I'm sorry. Like, the guy who plays Kai, awful. His acting, awful. His <laughs> writing for this character, fucking awful. Kai sucks so much ass that if you had just replaced him with the lion imagine... It would be so much better. Kai just sucks. You don't like when he randomly like gapes the guy and sees his whole life flash before his eyes? God no. Keep that on fucking your fucking fanfic, man. Like, <laughs> God, it's like he just he sucks so much. Like my problem is like I think on the one hand, Kai is written really fucking poorly because he came in at like the end ish of the series but like they do nothing to set him up we don't know like what his motivations are for like taking over the fucking past like really i mean at the start like maybe later we'll find that out but like as it was when we met him we're like who the fuck is this guy he's just some dude and the acting is so fucking like even for fucking common writer which is like you know ostensibly a commercial slash kid show you don't yeah. have to have the most amazing acting, but his acting is just fucking awful. Like, it is like grade school fucking performance of Hamlet type shit. It's bad. It makes me feel like he's not really acting a lot of the time. So, yeah, I can see that. He thinks it's real. He's just like, yeah. oh, I can see your <laughs> memories. That's how I mean, that's how the character plays. Am I wrong? He kind of plays like someone who's who thinks he's playing a really cool prank on you by saying that he can see your memories, but he you don't know if he can or not. You just have to assume (laughs) that he's a loser. The director sat at us and said, hey, Kai, just so you know, when we're not here, like during the fights, you have to blend into society. So here's your mom's address. Make sure you go home and just act like your son (laughs) until we're back filming. It's all right, Kai. Make sure you don't gape anybody, okay? He just goes through his day, and then at the end of the day, someone hands him a check, and he's like, what the fuck is this for? He's like, ah, maybe I'll buy some of my Kai treats. Is it? <laughs> They're called 
Rice Krispies. It's okay. Just it's okay. <laughs> like if someone tried to tell him that he was playing a part, he'd be like, "What are you talking about?" I've just stumbled on some interesting information about the actor for Kyle. Oh, good god! Okay. He run he runs a YouTube channel. I do and this. He's like basically a, st- a streamer. Mm. He he literally put out a video yesterday. Oh, so he's like active still. So if you want to go see Kai <laughs> play some fucking video games, so I think the message to it. take from this is David is about to become his biggest Patreon supporter. Oh man, <laughs> it's called Hideo's Fuck. Room. No. Um, he's played, which is weird. <laughs> Detroit become human like, a lot. Is his name Hideo? I assume it is. Um, Hideo Isajiro. Ishikuro. It's a girl. Yeah. Okay. He was Ultraman Orb actually, so he's like been in other Toku, which that's cool, right. I guess. Yeah, uh, Ishiguro. Yeah, Ishiguro. Ishiguro. Huh. Okay. Well, I know uh, people love that series. He, so maybe, maybe he, he got better at acting. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sorry, dude. Sorry, Hideo, but man, your acting as Kai is just fucking awful. <laughs> I feel bad too, because like a lot of what happens in Common Rider is like you get to see people like spend a year straight, like they're like on the job basically. Like they put out a weekly episode of TV for a year straight and you see right. them develop. He doesn't really get that. He's getting so little time and like such a little time for him. It's like, oh, over 12 episodes. Right half as much screen time as everybody else also you're like like there's no substance there just like hey could you make sure you're getting this across and it's a hard thing to do can you laugh like an idiot and go ha 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 that's why time like can you see it on my face yeah god he's fucking awful it does it's actually like a cruel like prank to be like hey i know you're brilliant at acting your character just so you know you're 18 he's 18 when this comes out um, your character is known for not having the right expression on their face. Like, fuck, dude, what does that mean? I'm 18. <laughs> it's my first acting gig. What do I do? <laughs> Actually, that's <laughs> sometimes it bees that way. Right, well, what can you do? Your trait is that you reach inside of people and you have the wrong expression on your face and you're really loud. It's like, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm going to go play Dead by Daylight someday. For now, I'm just sad. Of Kai. <laughs> but no. Um, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Then a fucking snowman appears. The only, like, non just an animal but a dude is like this, like, Jack Frost, like, motherfucker. Uh, it's kind of great. <laughs> it, it, I, I liked it. Oh, he honestly. looks awesome. He looks great. It was a good change up. Make that man the fucking evil villain for... Just replace him with you know, replace Kai with him. Yeah, fuck Kai. Yeah. The three kings of the Imogen. The lion, the octopus, and the Jack Frost. And the, sn- <laughs> the snowman. Oh, goodness. You just invented a new uh, tabletop. How do we turn this guy... What changes do we make this character to make him the main villain? New name, maybe? <laughs> uh, my name is Hijack Frost. I'm known for stealing time shades. Hijack Frost. Well, I mean, then he could also be mistaken for like a pot dealer. Hijack Frost. Yeah, uh, that's some real. Uh, here I come, like I'm cinnamon, like commercial <laughs> cereal. But no. Uh, so the whole like point here is that like, um, Realtro is like 
trying to figure out what memory is he missing and like yuto knows mm-hmm. but like not all of it and like he goes back in time and i guess like <laughs> the memory for the guy who owns the watch shop was that he didn't do great last christmas so that's his biggest memory <laughs> that's right. sad it's like honestly what is your life i mean who buys a pocket watch <laughs> yeah there's a lot to unpack here fucking nerd <laughs> what if all these people are like tired of all the screen time they're having and they want to get back to basics that's what i'm here for mm. Ten years what early. if I open a clock store and steampunk cosplay emporium? Well, the steampunk cosplay actually would have probably helped him because Kai would have gotten there and be like, oh, shit. What am I here <laughs> for again? This is great. I don't care. It's As long as it's got gears on it. I don't all of shit. it. All of it. I'm buying all of it. Kai, that's not candy. <laughs> and then Kai just like dies eating brass buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Which we later find out is a different Imogen's poop. Oh, here we go. Full circle. <laughs> there you go. It all makes uh, sense. Now. The big reveal of 45, though, is that um, we spot um, where where Ari was sad in the memory. And it turns out we see that Sakurai is fighting alone as Zero knows and he gets defeated. And then Kai just opens Tai and is like, ha ha ha, I, I, I did it. And the question we ask is, did what? Yeah. And why do you have to beat if you could just reach to the sky and open it? Why do you have to beat zero yeah. to do that? Yes. Yes. Why did you take additional steps? You didn't have to do that. And but it didn't last somehow, but something was lost. Memories. So like, okay, hang on. The implication here is that like what Ryotaro doesn't remember is that ID and the original Sakurai basically get fucking yeeted out of existence by Kai's fucking goatsy laser from time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> but also, he shows up, like, we see him running into the scene when time resets. So I'm guessing he just lost the moment that he died, or the whatever he knew that day of dying is what it's saying? <laughs> I, I, I guess. Because then immediately Yuto later is like, well... Can't do fucking anything here. Let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like. Mm. One good character bit, though, is like, I did like hearing why Deneb made the contract with like Sakura. Is like, I felt bad he was just getting ganged up on all the time. Mm. Yeah, but that wasn't surprising for Deneb at all. I mean, that's that is entirely true to the character he has played this entire season so far. Like, he is thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly just <laughs> a nice guy. Ah, oh, bless you. Yeah, bless you. Uh, sorry. No, yeah. Um, so weird to see like this is like such a popular series, and like I have like such like memories of it. That has nothing to do with the villain or final story, I guess. You know. <laughs> yeah, just something that happens. But yeah, um, Kai reaches in to Ryotaro, uh, and he's like, "Ha, that's the key. It's your sister. I'm gonna find her and attack her, and I'm gonna let this recolored lion like go do it for me." This uh, new, it's called the Albino Leo. It was like slightly recolored, but it like fights them off. That's when Sakurai shows up and all yep. three of them fight him, which I like a lot of these fight scenes, like even if they don't always resonate too well, like story wise, they're like good character moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It, I, I can't complain about any of the fighting in these past 
I'd have to say at least 15 or so episodes. Like it's all been very fun to watch. And uh, that leads to past. I, I, <laughs> I wrote down pasta Ari, which is a different character. <laughs> it's a different, a different plot a different line. She had no game. brother. Yeah. <laughs> I had no brother. I, I love pasta. Now. <laughs> My brother was a gnocchi. And we never got along. Sad day. Uh, ravioli, ravioli. Let's get this time trade a roly. <laughs> but I guess she knows all this stuff. She knows about about zero liner. It appeared to them when they were looking at the stars. How? I because <laughs> it had to. Like big man. Because they said so. This is one thing I was worried about, at, and I think I said it at the beginning of, of the series, is that, like, time travel is an excellent fucking story and plot device right up until it isn't. And, like, the last maybe six, seven, ten episodes, like, pretty much from, like, the movie onward, is where that has come to bite them in the ass, because I feel like... They could. They just go like, ah, it's t- time. It, I, I guess, and th- that's <laughs> why they know. Okay, and you go, huh? That doesn't like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, if she's from the past, how the fuck does she know anything about the future if she's not going through time? Yeah, she lost it when she got yeeted. That's why she had to get back to the yeet. Yeah, it's just yeah. so many things <sighs> happening. Yeah, no, it doesn't super make sense. It's just like the show definitely. I think they could have done even like a little like throwaway scene of oh, like Yuto was like looking at the stars and that led him to understand about the time trains and that's why he was able to summon Zero Liner. Like that's one thing. If he's like, I found it, I found an ancient artifact and I studied stars and oh no, now I'm the only one who can stop the future. You know, but it's just he's just looking at stars. It shows up, which. You know, sometimes you don't have a reason, but it's not hard to make one, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, he, we don't actually know why they're so integral time. Maybe that's it at the end of the day. But it, it also is like kind of in a loop of their integral time because they are integral time. You know, like, <laughs> oh, because they sure. fought time and they became important to it. Oh, okay, well, why'd they, why'd the thing show up to make it important? Well, you see. But you know, that's how it is sometimes. Oh yeah, and that's and that's another thing I've noticed that sometimes happens in these series is they kind of almost write themselves into a corner where they start answering questions with nonsense, and I feel like we're starting to get to that point, which it's usually a signal the series is about to end. So, no, a lot of copywriter shows don't end the best. I will say. Um, let's think back to the other book clubs. Hibiki had an ending that kind of made sense but also it was so rewritten that it's kind of unfair almost to like put it on them yeah that that had an entirely unfair last what like 10 or so episodes <laughs> yeah uh kiva i feel like made sense mostly in the end it made sense wasn't very satisfactory but made sense okay well that's a the penultimate chunk of episodes. There's three episodes left. Uh, wh- what do we think happens? What do we anticipate? What are we hoping for, everyone? I mean, 
at this point, I'm asking myself, like, do I care? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I've never had a series go from, like, go to be, like, such a roller coaster. And then, like, we're three episodes out from the end. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I like I find I find it hard to care because like they have not given me like Kai sucks, the story sucks, their explanation sucks, like they've given me absolutely nothing to work with here. <laughs> I wanna see Ari take out Kai, preferably with uh something coffee related. That is my hope. Just, I don't know, like some coffee beans to the eyes or like find out he's lactose intolerant and pour a whole bunch of creamer down his throat. Just something. I want her to be the one to fuck him up. In my ideal world, that's what we're headed towards. I don't know. Um, I technically know how the show ends, but like super not in any rememberable like, detail. Um, We like skip some stuff like Kai gapes himself times 1000 to get like a bunch of like mooks on the field and everything he's like ah oh, let's end time everybody um and that's like what the cliffhanger is i guess of uh all that but um so like this is like end game end game big fight scenes and stuff how do we feel about the characters though like are we like do we think like hana and naomi are kind of get like good ends to their arcs or like are we gonna see like what happens to the taros like do you think like we'll get good uh character beats to end it with or like in the last arc at least i think we're more likely to get at least something for the taros as far as Han and naomi i don't know just past experience shows us that they're probably going to be left like with dangling stories just because that's how it usually plays out but i don't know i with this whole issue with hana turning into a little girl there might be a chance of a little bit more there than we usually see so that's what i'm kind of interested to to find out how they start to wrap up these stories how would we script doctor this show i guess like if we like were to make like a couple small changes like would it be like introducing kai sooner making him like more integral like maybe like one of the suitors like rips off his like monk outfit in like episode like 30 is like ha 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 i've been here this whole time like what could we change like like what could we like rearrange that would definitely be more interesting if they had built in kai as a character who had been there from the beginning and maybe someone who was so like in the background or so silly like one of the suitors that you wouldn't even think that there was anything happening behind the scenes but you know, I'm with David. The way they kind of just threw him there in the middle of the season and didn't really give him anything redemptive makes it very hard to kind of attach to him at all. So, yeah, I think maybe giving his character a little bit more to kind of play off of would definitely have improved that. Yeah. I think... <sighs> I think you need to rewrite Kai, like, completely. Because... Okay, let me pose a question to you. What is Kai's motive? Mm -hmm. We have literally no idea. No idea. We have no idea. Why, does Kai, why is Kai doing anything? We have no fucking idea. How can you write a villain character that's fighting against your main hero and not have any kind of, like, reason that they're doing it? Like, you can have a character in a story who is evil for evil's sake, but that character 
always has some kind of a motive, right? Like, is he just doing it for, like, his sick fucking pleasure because he's an evil guy? Fine. That's cool. But Kai doesn't even have that. He just goes, ah, I see. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, I know how to do this. Oh, I know, like, why this is happening. As the watcher, we have no fucking idea. And then if at the end of the series in this last three episodes, they just do this huge exposition dump and, like, Kai's, like, bleeding out on the ground going, like, oh, I wanted to change time to help my mom or some shit, right? And then you're like, <laughs> man, fuck you. Like, he just needs to be rewritten completely. Something they've hinted at that they haven't actually done anything with is that Kai feels like he's with the Imogen or, like, he's from their time. And, like, if they said, hey, I'm somebody from this time that disappeared, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And, like, they could have, like, make him some kind of, like, dark counterpart to like what the main characters are doing where it's like i want to protect time too this time's wrong though or if they mm -hmm. made him somebody who was lost by time and he like got taken in like by like the image in some way that would be compelling to be like oh hey i'm like the opposite like and like they kind of do where like he's losing parts of himself as he summons like more like imogen we're like look isn't this a foil not really if there's nothing there but there's mm -hmm. enough to be like hey if timelines are changing, like I'm the like, I'm the old singularity point that like I can remember, but my time is gone. I want to like fix that, you know. That's possible. Well, like here's here's what they they should have done with Kai because like <laughs> it's implied that he's working with the Imogen for some goal, but we have no idea what the fuck that is. What they should have done is introduced Kai as like kind of like a sympathetic villain. Yeah, where if. Because we know that the 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 Imogen are from a timeline that's been erased, right? If I remember that correctly, or like a timeline that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and like he said, Something that's like his that. timeline, but he's not like he's not like an Imogen. So I'm not sure if that's true or not. But they never confirm it. Fine, but yeah. like what they should have done then is they should have made him like they should have made Den O into like an unlucky evil character mm -hmm. by. By continuing the way that he's going, Den-O is going to completely erase any hope of that timeline being restored. And, like, that's fine for Den-O because den is like, no, like, this is fucking with time. We want to keep the, the quote-unquote status quo or, like, keep things flowing. Whereas uh, Kai instead is going, like, I'm fighting for my world. Like, I don't want to fight you. Mm-hmm. But you are actively, like, opposing me restoring my timeline yeah. where my friends and my family live. But they don't do any of that. They really could. Because then you have a character that's sympathetic, right? And you're like, oh, man, I feel bad for fucking Kai, but he is an evil bastard. Like, just make him very ruthless. Make him, like, willing to do whatever the fuck he needs to do because the stakes for him are high. And, like, also, like, they've said to the effect, oh, he's from, like, the image of time. And, like, he's, like, it's been so, it's been so slight, though, that just make it important. Like, what if, like, he's, like, oh, that piano dude was my old, like, piano teacher. He's the only, only other person from my time. And when things happened, he got erased. I'm the last one. Oh, no. Like, like just, like, have right. him be around. Yeah. And make us care about why he's there at all. It, that's part of the biggest thing for me is, like. I don't I didn't even know this guy. And then all of a sudden he's like the controlling factor in this entire story I've been watching. And it just it went too fast from A to B for me. So yeah, I think you guys are entirely right. Like 
it just should have been something to give him a presence before he was suddenly like shoved right in our eyes for every scene. So, um, have either of you seen the movie Terminal? I think it's Tom Hanks. Uh, maybe Terminal. Mm. Why does that sound familiar? I'm I might have like back in the day. It's like an older movie, like like it's like mid two thousands. Uh, it's the two thousand four Tom Hanks movie. Um, it, it's like about this like guy who like goes to JFK, but he's denied entry because his country is in the in the middle of a military coup, so he has no actual citizenship. So he has to like live in the terminal. You could do that. Just make Kai be like, "Hey, I have no home. I have no time." And like, I'm stuck in time limbo. Yeah, like I'm just. All I could do is board time train. So he's like, oh, like I'm between like the den liner. And also there's the Q liner over here. Oh, what happened? The Q liner blew up last month. Mysterious. Anyway, I'm sympathetic. Also, sorry, I just killed the owner because I like right. wanted to, to get out of like time limbo. Yeah, I mean, it, even that would make him a more interesting character if even just a bigger bastard. Just it, I don't know. It just it, it needed something more than what it got it wasn't i don't feel like it paid the rest of the series any justice to just toss him in there yeah like at the very least like you could have a time girlfriend oh no she's gone oh my time bomb's <laughs> gone oh my time brother's gone my time parrot has disappeared oh my time dog oh no my emotional support time dog so yeah i think we're like pretty much hey kai not much like done Fuck there kai. with that dude and um I, th I think we can all agree fuck Kai. That should be the name of this episode. You could have been cooler too, like, ah, look at me. I'm have butterfly powers because butterfly flaps its wings, timeline. You know, even that as ridiculous as it would have been, would have given me something to care about about this character. <laughs> well, he's a fucker, but he's got some gorgeous wings. Oh, maybe we'll get something, but I feel like probably not at this point. Probably not, no. And they also, it sucks too because I feel like the same can be said for the owner and the station master. <laughs> I, yep, yep, yeah, which is disappointing for me because I really wanted to find out the owner's deal. <laughs> I mean, we got a little bit more, but still, just I don't know. I, I would watch an entire show just about him. Make Kai the owner's son and be like, "Hey, sorry, son, you can't. I'm not going to actually be your dad, and you can't actually live anywhere except for a time." Well, fuck you, Dad. I'm Kai. Or, I don't know. Or have him be like the owner kicked him out because uh, Kai hated fried rice. <laughs> no son of mine. Or just like, what if like they def like an Imogen, and instead of like dying, it turns into a person. They're like, there's just a person here now for another timeline. What's this? Oh. There's a lot you could do without much actual time needing to be taken but this show is like weird because it, it does feel like it has a lot of just literally fucking anything <laughs> just make him mad when like the lion gets killed the first one he's like he took me in i was part of his time pride i was his time cub he was my time lion dad <laughs> see it brilliant you should be writing these kip why aren't you a writer i think that would be fun actually to like brainstorm like our own writer season and be like okay Here's episode one of the, like, I'm writer. Um, <laughs> Bonus episode. Rooms, yeah. <laughs> the den liner shows up and drops him off a cliff and goes, long live the king liner. <laughs> and king liner, too. Uh, super underdeveloped character just shows up. Big train. 
gets out of there. Okay. Can we also talk about, I have to assume that this fucking comes back because if it doesn't come back, I'm going to be pissed. What was the fucking timeline train coming out of the wall that like went like, and then nothing fucking happened with it. That comes back. I'll say that much. That comes back. Okay. Thank fuck. Because if that was just like some dangling fucking plot thread that they're just like, ooh, there's this spooky thing in a cave and then they just never come back to it. It's like, man, fuck you. That comes back in a simple way that answers several questions in a simple and logical way that is satisfying enough. That's what I'll say. Will it make me like Kai? No. No. (laughs) Fuck Kai. I'm not sure what would make you like Kai at this point. He's like, I used to be a vending machine. And then the timeline changed. Like, what's going to happen? Like, what cool shit can he do? I don't know. (laughs) Have a personality suddenly. What if he is Isakai? What if he was just like this like nerd in the other timeline that he has all these powers? He has no reason to be an asshole. He's just like, I got all these powers, guys. I'm sorry. I had to be the villain. Nobody else was going to be the villain. I had to be. Nobody else was stepping up. <laughs> that would be funny, actually. Like, hey, guys. <laughs> Still be more interesting than what they have. I'll be really honest, guys. This is like the ninth timeline change I've been through. I'm just having fun this time. You guys took it way too, like, seriously. Do you know what this is? This is the uh, common writer version of Still a Better Love Story Than Twilight. Just any plot you can name or, like, well, still be better than what they wrote for Kai this season, huh? Even make Kai a vampire. Like, I'm a time vampire. I have to suck people's memories or else I die. Yeah. And you're either, like, Team Kai or, like, Team Momo, I guess? I don't know. Right, we'll work it out. We'll workshop it. It's fine. Does Momotro take his shirt off whenever he enters the room? Just like, uh... uh not yet, but we can rewrite that. Just listening six-pack abs. And calling everybody an asshole while he does. Have I got a fanfic for you? <laughs> and the title of that fanfic, Each Ab is a Peach. <laughs> but no, um... Maybe if we feel so inclined, maybe this will just be me, but I'll like come back with my uh comrade Deno rewrite uh next time. Yeah, I think I'll get in on one of those. Okay. So next time let's pitch our uh what the alternate final act of the show could be. Next time we, we write a better story than the professional <laughs> writers. Yeah, why not? Hire fans. Who wrote this fucking show? (laughs) It's it's a well-known, like, the writers from a couple, like, Toku shows. Can't seem to find it. They're hiding. Uh, how do I find this? Um, control F. Huh. A good point. Um, don't know how you find the writer of Crime Writer Deno. I will find you. I'll find you, Can't escape. Speaking of can't escape. Whatever, regardless. Yeah. Uh, we do have our final questions, though. Um, it's not on the wiki page any of the production details, which I think is messed up. Like it just has like the student actors, and I don't know. Mm. But um, the question we're always asking, though, is uh, who are our top favorite characters this time? Let's go, Steph, David, me on these ones. Okay. Uh, first favorite character, and it was unfortunate that they really didn't get a bigger part. Oh man, is this the same as a character? I guess we'll go with it. Is this the same as the character is a great thing to say after all this? <laughs> well, it's actually one of the Imogens. 
Um, and it was the uh, rabbit Imogen because it had such a Donnie Darko vibes to me, which I know I'm behind. This is an episode you guys already discussed, but it was something that definitely stuck with me. Go for it. Yeah. Um, for your uh, number two and number one characters that are like your other two uh, uh, top characters for this uh, Chuck episodes or from the past 18, I guess, Steph. <laughs> yeah, I've got a little bit to choose from, huh? Um, man, that's tough. I really, really liked the um the piano man. I don't know if it was the actor himself or just kind of the way that that character ended up playing out, but I really enjoyed that storyline and the actor did, I think, a really phenomenal job with, especially with the fact that he had like no lines. Everything is done like through his facial expressions and his memories and time. Um, so that's number two. <sighs> number one. I'm going to have to go with Hana as a little girl because she's still kicking everybody's ass and keeping those taros in line. So. No, fair. Yeah. There's a lot going on in these episodes. A lot of characters do. A yeah. Lot of yeah. Stuff. Uh, what about you, David? Um, I'm going to tie my, my two and three together. They're like on the same level. Uh, it's it's Ryotaro and uh, Momotaro. We didn't talk about it at all, but they have this kind of like emotional fucking meeting in I think it's episode forty three, mm, yeah. forty four, where like you know uh, Ryotaro is like I don't want to fight with you guys because if we kill Kai or whatever, then you guys will fucking disappear in uh, blue 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 right. But like you know, we, we've been with these characters for a while. Like that, that got me a bit where, you know, Momotaros is just like, no, like we'll, we'll fucking fight together. And if we die, you know, that's, we did it doing the right thing. So, you know, that's fine. So he's like, fucking get up and let's go fight. So like I, that, that moment in this set of episodes really like solidified those two for me oh, yeah. as like my solid two and three. Uh, but I mean, I have to give it to fucking, candy shitter himself deneb because he's he his his episode with uh shoko was like a good solid two episodes where it it kind of showed like what the impacts of like traveling through time and like how yuto gets his powers and what effect that actually has on people at the end of the day yeah that's a great just like two arc it's always great when you're like oh like this is just like a perfectly made like two arc there's been a couple of those in the show it's like oh just two arcs done perfect solid um and my top ones um number three i'm gonna go with actually rutaros because uh he it's hard when you're a defamed character like he was like such a troublemaker and now he's like a good boy i guess um but he has a bunch of little character moments like when like he can't talk to like he can't talk to like Irie and stuff and he's just like very upset when he like can't convince Ryotro that it's good to fight together that kind of stuff um I'm gonna say number two um I think I liked Ryotro he was just pretty strong um he's dealing with a lot and also his character has been pretty rewritten but I think he's like still doing a pretty strong job um one Momotros though uh just consistently he's he's lucky and also just well done enough he's his characterization is i don't care about what's going on i'm still me 
Yeah, he's definitely one that I always enjoy every time he's on the screen. Like, never a dull moment when that dude's around. So, yeah, I can appreciate that for sure. I do have the head writer for Denno. Um, and get ready for uh, some uh, American Japanese pronunciation. But uh, Yasuko Kobayashi. Uh, and she is actually um, a pretty prolific toku writer who is, like, also seems pretty prominent as far as like a female writer in the field um but she has a like just crazy long list of stuff like b fighter mega ranger ginga man time ranger come rider yuki pretty guards taylor boon deno decade shinkanger o's go buster garo um she also writes a uh, tokyuger the like sentai that wagons from that's the next trade one Wow, she's been she's been writing. She wrote on fucking Attack on Titan, Joseph's Bizarre Adventure, oh, shit. fucking Claymore, uh, fucking way way back when, uh, fucking uh, Yu Gi Oh in '98, Hell Teacher Nube. Oh wow! So yeah, she's, yeah, she's she's got some credits to her name. Around. Yeah. So honestly, so what the fuck happened here? <laughs> Let's just blame the production company. I mean, but they did all of the 20s of this show was setting up for a movie that wasn't plot critical but was mm. and then they also like had to rewrite everything because uh, they lost like a major like character so there's some amount of stuff where it's understandable but yeah definitely weird um but our our second question is uh what are our favorite effects and um this can be like anything from like a like fight scene to a new monster suit like a new rider suit uh cool cgi but steph for me it had to be um and once again apologize because i was behind but the um when he got the new uh deno liner form that was just so much fun to see and all the colors and now when he attacks like it's got this little rainbow aura to it like it, it's really that was a really cool change up. I, I liked that a lot. David? Uh for me, out of this set of episodes, it is when few no past Sakurai. When Sakurai shows up as Altair form fucking um why Zeranos. <laughs> My brain's not working. Um but when he's fighting the uh the albino lion imagine and it like shoots fireballs at him and he pulls up the crossbow and he like runs at him shooting the fireballs out of the the fucking air with the crossbow oh, yeah. and they're like shooting all over the place uh that like that scene is fucking cool this showed us something that um will sometimes happen where like they randomly make a character the strongest character in the whole series and they're only in like one episode and that's um when the octopus Imogen possesses the train tracks and like is making time snakes out of train tracks like destroying the trains like oh whoa this is a major power to have for like a one episode character basically um mm -hmm. that was all cool instead of like just being a big CGI snake it was their effective time and uh the last question any good fits we saw any strong fashion games we I really really enjoyed and I don't know why I noticed it so much more like this past time of watching these episodes, but it just the absolute commitment to the 90s fashion just 
I, I was really appreciating just their, um, like, with Ryoto's, the, uh, those flannel, like, long sleeve shirts with the hoods. And of course, uh, Yuta always had, like, the, um, the crisp shirt tucked into his, you know, pants that were sagged just enough, but still had the big belt on him. Like it, it was giving me high school vibes watching that, so I liked it. Um, hmm. that's a good question. Uh, nothing really stands out for me in this one. Not a big fan of the uh, Christmas outfits or anything, or <laughs> oh <laughs> man, oh I fucking forgot about that. No, Momotaro's in a fucking Santa hat with the the goddamn beard. Yes, that's the fit for me. I like the. I completely. I don't know why that got blocked out of my brain because that's the best part of the set of series uh, of episodes. I like that. Um, Naomi had like tinsel just tied to her like legs and hands and stuff that was part of it that was so on brand for her too and i think that um a solid fit though um just has to be kai's iconic scarf you know just oh yeah i'd love to pre-order a game just for that (laughs) uh no uh we're a little loopy i think of the show uh which a lot to process, also a little to process, as this goes. <laughs> so much and so little at the same time. Yeah, uh, but here we are. Uh, we um have three more episodes of Commander Deno, and then uh, that will be it for the series. Um, as I've said, there's so much Deno. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> at some point, uh, we do need to like uh get back together and be like, and here's the movie where they're cops. <laughs> There's also a dancing musical. Oh, gosh. Well, you mean like the like live show or the hyper battle you can exercise with Kyle Ryder Dead O? I don't know, but it was apparently between episode 45 and 46. Wow. What? According to the wiki. Kip, <laughs> you've been what? keeping this from us? Oh, there's... Yeah, uh... <laughs> A lot of stuff is technically between episode 45 and 46 of Common Rider show. That just happens. <laughs> uh, let me let me let me do it here. Hang on. Come, oh, sh- I got to show this picture off really quick. Uh, Come Rider. Demo. Oh, it's fucking great. Yeah, let's look at this picture. This might be the podcast art, actually. But Steph, are you ready for this? It's it's, it's literally called Common Rider Den O singing, dancing, great training. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to see it. That is the most like. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I don't know what's better, the candy or that cover. I both really great. Let's just say there was some there's some loose candy after that episode, but that's <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. That cover looks like it has like staying alive vibes. I don't know what it is. Why does it look so fucking old? I guess what I'm saying. It's like it, it looks like something from the 70s or 80s. It's it's really yeah, intense. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. It looks like the garbage pail kids movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we need to watch that for an episode. Honestly, yeah, maybe yeah, that's it. You're right though. <laughs> it has that vibe. It does, yeah. That's crazy. We should finish Kevin Under Dead and be like, okay, now we're gonna compare and contrast it to 
the garbage bill. But I love, I love that we there's should. like a, an actual note that says continuity and placement. The hyper battle DVD takes place between episodes 44 <laughs> and 45. I Watch love that though. Because it doesn't at all. No. <laughs> it's probably because like it's like only at this time were these characters. It's before they found out about the timeline, but after. I, I know, yeah. Hang on, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so they go through like this whole training montage or whatever. We can watch this for next time. It's like 15 like, minutes long. Fucking Ryotaro breaks the fourth wall by telling the viewers to start the DVD over from the beginning if they'd like to get stronger themselves, and he and the gang resume to do their exercise. Is this a workout video? Yes. <laughs> it's a Jane Fonda, but with Imogen. Oh my god. It's like an Imogen Fonda. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, yes. I think we know what the name of your episode is going to be. But <laughs> It is fully subbed on YouTube. So, that's there for us. <laughs> If you want for next time, we can learn to dance with the image like we did for like Kiva, where we learned to exist. Does it have its own theme song? If we do that, do we have to get on video? Is it going to be like a streaming thing? The link is not illegal to show somebody <laughs> else breaking a law, right? That's true. Hey, it's on YouTube. That's their deal. They got to deal with it, not us. Yeah. I'm just holding the drugs. I'm not selling them. Yeah. My friend needed me to hide these for him. These are my friends. It's not my training battle DVD special. It's my friends. I'm just holding this cocaine in my nose for a friend. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that. Next time, we'll just like watch the singing, dancing, big training video and see what we. What if this is where Kai comes in? It's like, ah, between episodes 44 and 45. (laughs) This is Kai's origin story. (laughs) David's head is going to explode right on air. It's going to be incredible. Well, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, if this was Kai's origin story, that's more than they gave me in the actual fucking show. Oh, yeah, it'd still be better than what we got. <laughs> you could yeah, dance if exactly. you want to, but if you don't dance, then you're no friend of Kai. Kai's just mad because he got kicked off of his b-boy crew, that's what... and that's why he wants to erase time. <laughs> he was in uh, Ryutaro's crew before that, and he got kicked off because he could never yeah, show yeah. up on time, and that's why he's got a big paint boner And that's him. why in the previous episode, he shows up to fucking serve him. Exactly, we figured it out, mystery solved. There you go. They try really hard in those first two episodes to make Kai compelling. They're like, oh, look, he's targeting this child. He's maleficent, but yeah, it's they don't follow up at all. Yeah, no. And they, honestly, with that whole, like, him speaking into his brain thing, they could have had something really cool with that, too. But nope, that got abandoned pretty quickly also. Yeah. Oh. In the end, maybe Kai just says, yeah, I hate how the trades kept running by my house. That's not <laughs> these trades. So yeah. I learned to do a special training dance. And then I decided to kill them all. Uh, well... He is in the Comrider, like Deno, like Manga. So maybe they made him more compelling there. I doubt it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, I mean, I can go find that manga and read it. I was about to say next book club that we're actually reading books and that's going through <laughs> us an actual manga. Yeah. <laughs> I what the Comrider Deno, the Demon Dog of Tokyo World Tower. What? What? That sounds like a WWE match. I mean, maybe, but it's a <laughs> next week on Friday. <laughs> it's a demon dog 
Woof, 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 woof. In the morning, FM. The demon dog of Den O comes to WrestleMania. Live at the tower. Look how vascular. Uh, the novel features the cat Imogen and the turkey Imogen, parentheses main villain, who made a contract to the a dog. turkey Imogen? For God's sakes. It's just Kai. It's just a cranberry Fucking sauce Imogen dork. that's coming off from the other side, like, just at the last minute to help him out. At one point in the novel, Momotros possesses the same dog. Since this is a Deno novel, of course, the novel is filled with gags. It's quite at one scene that Hana got drunk with the Taros. That would cool. never happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, what a what a great world we live in where we know that exists, the turkey Imogen. Is there a picture of him? I think that's going to feature in my rewrite, just so you know, the turkey Imogen. Thanksgiving Deno. How to dance. Yes. But no. Um I cannot find the turkey image. In. It just There is no picture. Shows me turkey images when I search I can't even say no, I meant turkey imogen. Hopefully you've got your uh, your safe search on <laughs> to see what you come up with if not. I d I don't know what you think turkeys are. <laughs> Hot, that's what they are. Hot turkey, you actually got that wagon on that turkey, you know? <laughs> that that mm, hot wagon. Give me some gravy. <laughs> you heard a giant noise. Now try the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> With a side uh, of biscuits. Yes, sir. Uh, so I guess we learned a lot today, but is there anything we <laughs> I don't think we should have learned a lot of it, to be honest. Uh... All things considered, we learned far too much about <laughs> Deno and nothing about Deno. That should be the tagline for every episode. I mean, yeah. We did it, everyone. Mission, mission accomplished. <laughs> I learned everything I didn't want to know. <laughs> and nothing that I did. Maybe Kai is really a reflection of us. Everything about that? I, we're just confused as to what facial expression to make when watching this show because it's written maybe we... the lesson is the kai's that we met all along the way i don't know i'm trying to make something work here i think you search kai you get your own answer it's like he's like tom sawyer like what you think about society is what you think about him you know it's like a spiritual thing like kai reveals himself to you in time and then you understand the message no uh i think we passed the point of any logic at all? I'll cut it back a little bit. There. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now we've spun way out here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had some crescendos a couple minutes ago, and I'll find those. But <laughs> uh, that's a common rider. That's a spicy rider, as I always say. Oh, but thank you guys for coming out. Uh, I think that was a good episode. Uh, less, <laughs> mm -hmm. less knowledge, but a lot of meaning. I think this made. Yeah, you know what? It was fun, and that's what really matters. I mean, I gained a new fetish, so, you know. Hey, yeah, see, there you go. Not a, not a complete loss. Not all was lost. Yeah, you start with the gynoids, and next it's the kinoids. You're just all over that. Mm -hmm. And it only goes up from there. Uh, part of literature is that sometimes I'm like, oh, I can explain that fetish for you. And I'm like, not because I have it, just because I know what a gynoid is. Yeah, that's the hard part, explaining to people how you know things more than anything. No, uh, look, personally, 
Bukake was just a word that was said a lot growing up. I <laughs> In my funny. house, it was <laughs> how we said I love you. <laughs> just like <laughs> fucking Princess Leia being like Bukake. I know. You know what? I've I've said Bukake in like regular actual everyday fucking like talking because it's an actual word in Japanese that has a meaning that is not what it's supposed to mean. <laughs> it, is it like the kind of thing where like, oh, the word for rating is only used in like order like is it like a what does it mean? It, no, it's a bukake is used in like a food sense. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Oh man, I definitely <laughs> ate too much last night at McDonald's and got bukake all over me. <laughs> no, because bu- bukake means to, like, put something on top of something, so you have, like, ramen with onion bukake, which means, like, it's on top of the oh, ramen. Oh, God. I would never be able to order that ramen. Exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. And I giggle every time, like, a five-year-old. <laughs> I would, too. Put you like eggs bukake on that toast. <laughs> yes, that, that is exactly how you use it. That's actually very good to know. Uh, really, yeah, because if I come visit and somebody says that to me, now I know like not to be like, sir, this is a Wendy's. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Eggs, that depends highly on who you're talking oh, well, to. True. I, I mean, I'm assuming I'm talking to a waiter. If not, then <laughs> Some yes, Some man approaches you on the street and says, hey, do you want something a la bukake? <laughs> no, you deny that, man. No, I would not. But here's my friend Kip's number. So there's like La Cordon Bleu University. <laughs> Is there like La Bukake University? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. But it's like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, you have like, uh, what is this? Like bukake meshi, which means like something on top of rice. Okay. Rice with other ingredients poured on top. Let's just fucking end the episode. This is going to be fucking awful. <laughs> We're already going to have to up our rating for this week. You tried eggs benedict. <laughs> so, like, it's just, like, something on top. So if I was like, man, yeah. I'm having some, like, um, frosted flakes with, with like, some banana bukake because I'm trying to be healthy. That's what I'm doing. You'd be like bukake cereal, like banana bukake cereal. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to activate me like I'm the Winter Soldier now. Just <laughs> I just uh, want to know what you've been doing to those bananas. Five, eight, bukake, banana, <laughs> cereal. Dos vidanya como. I understand all of those words individually, but together. <laughs> exactly right. What you need to do now is just like whenever you like do have somebody who's like not super familiar with like Japanese, be like, hey, make sure like you order it like this. <laughs> Wait, there's a fly in my soup. <laughs> oh god. It could be real embarrassing when you're like, I'm gonna visit some friends and I'm back in Canada. They ask for bukake eggs. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the only way I can eat them now. <laughs> poutine yeah. with a gravy bukake. <laughs> oh, poutine I mean, it bukake. just works for yeah. everything. That's what I'm always wondering for. <laughs> no, but I want like that, and like as actual bukake, just pour the poutine on my face. <laughs> just have a totally different idea about what those cheese skirts represent. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> 
<laughs> go to a doctor. I, I guess you don't have to go to a doctor. <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> Ask your favorite film stars to go to a doctor. I'm not the one pouring the gravy over here. <laughs> Imagine if like, you're just like, oh man, that was a great porn I just filmed. It's like, hey man, <laughs> see someone. <laughs> I'm an actual doctor. Here's a referral. <laughs> okay, we just uh, let's just just hit stop right here. I, I'm afraid of what happens if we keep talking. <laughs> it's okay, David. It, it, this happens in every language, and I'm sure like you won't accidentally get cream pie next time you're in the states. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ. So <laughs> I promise we are all adults. <laughs> so there's a version of this where you could just be like, okay, here's Commander Deno Bukake Imogen form. <laughs> Damn it. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I guess we learned at the end of this day, I'm gonna go back and use the Zencast, but it hasn't stopped yet. Oh. I stopped my own a minute ago, but uh, sometimes the best way to enjoy something is not to make it your whole life, but to have it bukake on top. <laughs> and uh, the end. I regret studying Japanese every day of my life. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're bilingual, or as they say bukake japanese <laughs> oh god oh that's a real curse you put out there that's uh yep that, that's gonna change the way i think about menu items from now on the more you know imagine if <laughs> that's at the at the end like kai was like man New timeline, everything's great. What? You don't say Bukake here? I'm gonna change it back. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and that's why he decided to end it all. <laughs> I mean, Kai literally Bukake's himself with the fucking sand after he erases everyone. <laughs> I-, I hate sand. Bukake's <sighs> everywhere. It's cool. <laughs> uh. Oh, Lord. Okay. We've learned our lesson. Turns out everything everything's a threat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and scene <laughs> that's like what like expat like facebook groups are for right though david just be like man bukake right <laughs> i don't hang out with the expats understandable <laughs> understandable probably because i'm sure mm-hmm. there's a lot of low quality expats is what i'm going to say you mm-hmm. That's a low quality bukake too, and there's nothing worse. Do, do, did we not like do an outro? <laughs> All right, like I mean, we didn't do emails, we didn't do the question, like none of that stuff. <laughs> so, I should start recording. <laughs> <laughs> we are not on it tonight. Really quick, time it is just one clap at a time, just so we have our locals good. Okay. All right. Let me get uh, back into time that is. Just let me know when you're on time that is, and we'll do this last, right. hopefully, minute of Common <laughs> Rider. Cool. I'm in. Okay. Time that I mean, is. You're keeping all the other shit in, right? Yeah. No, totally. Funny. <laughs> <laughs>
That was good, though. <laughs> All right. Um, let's clap at five after. And after our professional insight into the show, into the world, it's a time, really. Um, oh, yeah. When you're uh, not talking about Comrade David, Bukake, what else do you do on top of this? Um, well, you can check out my OnlyFans page. At, no. Um, <laughs> David.Bukake? Yeah. yeah. .Bukake uh, is a no, pretty good thing for like a Japanese culinary student. <laughs> you can find me on the Tokyo Fresh podcast. Uh, on Instagram, uh, you can find my personal Instagram at Zyrell. Uh, if you want to send me an email, it's also Tokyo Fresh Podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, uh, big things happened this week in Japan, so uh, there's definitely a lot of, to talk about. Yeah. And <laughs> sorry, just the sharp contrast. Uh, but um, <laughs> Steph, uh, when you're uh, not talking about uh, come rhetoric, we'll find you. Um, you can find me on www.arcademilitia.bukake.com. Um, and if you want to find me on social media, about the only thing I use these days still is Instagram. You can find me at nobody much. Um, other than that, find me here learning about the history of Bukake. The history? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I feel like this is an that. important subject and we need to cover it more in depth. Yeah. Just risen on top of that. Uh, just. <laughs> just Bukaki that idea it's like smurf it's like oh yeah it's just like a word that means anything if I know you need it just ah <laughs> uh, Papa Bukake can you tell us about the Bukake village <laughs> uh, the first f- f- female Bukake was made by Gargamel aptly named <laughs> she was a milkmaid uh. Man, <laughs> so you're saying that you could like get like a alphabet book for like a like Japanese like child and like it'd be like oh B Bukaki. I mean, it's possible. Like, I, I <laughs> this is how we failed our outro before. Do you really want to start these thought experiments again? <laughs> if you want to know what else, uh could be said by me and by this podcast besides just <laughs> this word that's stuck in our head now uh, that I can't repeat anymore. It's like a forbidden fruit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um, you can find uh, me on Twitter.com and James Forge. Uh, you can find the podcast uh, on social media at Comrade dot com slash merch for links out to our merch with uh, all the proceeds going to <laughs> good charities like um, Trez Lifeline, um, there's coffee.com slash episodes. Links out to episodes in uh, different places uh, to rate and review them, like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, which are very important. Um, there's coffee.com slash bukake, which uh, I think is where <laughs> we're going to put the uh, Women Want Me Fish Fear Me <laughs> shirt. Mm. Uh, can't wait to buy one. Women Want Me Bukake Fish is our new shirt we're making. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> women want me bukaki attracts me with a fish on your shirt yeah uh <laughs> no uh now i'm just imagining that scene in the matrix where you're like oh like why does everything taste like chicken <laughs> oh, <God damn> it. 
Anyway, um, also, uh, we had a question this week. Um, oh, no. By Amphetamine Dextrous. Uh, good oh. name. Good name. Um, I love it. I, what, what animal would you be if you were uh, displaced by time and became like an Imogen? Oh. That's a good question. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't be a fish because I want to avoid that thing. This is a weird train of thought to switch to. It. No, I'm going to say I'd be some kind of stag. I have deer-like. I'm deer-like at times. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll be a stag. Uh, probably green. some kind of reptile for me. Just feels like the right choice. <laughs> reptile. <laughs> I would definitely be a bird. Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. What kind of bird, though? That's a pretty broad... What kind of reptile, actually? <laughs> These are broad categories. You know what? Like, I feel like I feel like Common Rider lends itself to, like, wackier things. So it'd be like a flamingo or some shit. It'd be, like, weird. Yeah, and my reptile would probably be, I don't know, like a chameleon or something. I'm stuck now on, like, the Mortal Kombat voice, just like, flamingo, reptile, <laughs> Sonya Blade, Bukake. Johnny Cage. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, thank you for your question. Um, <laughs> we'll get to, to you better at some point, I think. If you, other questions won't come after this, hopefully, unless it's every week we have this new discovery. So many questions. I apologize. <laughs> no, don't apologize. Uh, well, you just... know what? I apologize for nothing. Yeah. Sometimes you get insightful media critique on key franchises that are for all ages, children, and adults, like DC, Star Wars, Marvel, and Kamen Rider. And sometimes Bukake on that is Bukake. <laughs> uh-huh. I think my my Japanese is very good. I think I said that to somebody in Japan. They'd uh, punch me. So, probably right. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, on that, uh, we tried before, and I forgot to do the outro because we were just slap happy. But, um... Any lessons? What have we learned today on top of Bukaki? <laughs> That's a terrible I way think, to phrase that. I think the lesson I've learned today, well, it's not really a lesson, but the thing I've learned today is that sometimes you shouldn't share the things that come to your mind. Just keep keep those to yourself. And also, Fuck Kai. Bullshit. You said you hated Kai, and then Bukaki came up. It was all natural. It was all part of it. You're like, I can't tell the expression on his face. Bukaki on him. So you said. <laughs> <laughs> Literally what that happened. That's definitely not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, who's right? <laughs> I... Okay, you don't have to answer that one. <laughs> We'll I think the hearts. lesson that I learned today is that, you know, I'm sort of self park right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, just, you know, when you don't know what gift to give, Bukaki goes with everything. <laughs> no, Bukaki goes on everything. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> with on a, okay, you know what? Yeah, all right. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> I'll add my South Park lesson to sometimes other cultures have weird words and it's funny. <laughs> <laughs>
And it turns you and your adult friends into a bunch of ten-year-olds. You killed Kenny. <laughs> Who killed Kenny? Killed Kai. Yeah. Ah. Uh, wholesome.